1159 at Radio Free America. This is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> And welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. We come to you live normally at midnight Eastern every weekday. But uh, today we ran a little bit late because we had a pretty interesting discussion going on over on Clover T Chat, Clover Taps Chat, over on Gun Channels. Uh, where we were talking to uh, the people from GunStreamer and uh, a bunch of people that post videos and then Night Strike, who runs Gun 2. And it was a pretty interesting discussion talking about the alternative uh, video hosting platforms, and specifically GunStreamer. And then, uh, anyway, ran a little late. I guess maybe an hour late, almost. So, uh, good chat. Go back and listen to that one if you want. But uh, we get together on, normally at month, uh, weekday, weeknights at midnight to uh, chat about guns. And that's what we'll do now. So, uh, thanks everybody who's joining us late. Uh, but uh, we've got Angelina jumping in from California. Thanks for joining. Hello. Oh, she's mad. She's mad because we were late. And then we got Clover. Hello, everybody. Oh, he's mad. Okay, now we got David jumping in. I think this is your first time on the show from Florida. Yes, G, it is. Thanks for having me. You bet. So uh, I guess you and Dead Horse and Taters were over there chatting, so I told them, yeah, send everybody over. So we'll see if they all jump in or not. We got Ghost jumping in from Arkansas. Thanks for joining. Hey, thanks for having me. Gary jumping in from the actual Kansas. Hey, thanks for the invite. You know, is it okay that they have stolen most of your name and reuse it? Yeah, I'm okay with it. That's nice. We took their name and just made it AR better. Yeah, they're like, let's put an assault rifle on this somehow, and then we'll call our state that. And your state looks kind of like a magazine, so. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it does, actually. Well, Kansas does, too, though. Kansas looks like an even bigger magazine now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. And then we got Night Strike, who state doesn't look like nothing. It looks like uh, some kind of cancer. South Carolina. Thanks for jumping in. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for insulting the state I live in. I'll insult South Carolina all I want. Does anybody even live in South Carolina? I do. Such does. You and Alice. And Such? If they're not on gun channels, they're dead to me. I don't care. <laughs> and uh, uh, MW Tactical is in South Carolina, too. All right. Oh, that is he? I didn't know that. Why do I think he was Florida? Yeah, he's in the capital. I, I live. I live. I live on the east on the coast. He lives in the capital, which is like in the middle of the state. All right. Well, it's Thursday, and normally on Thursdays we talk about training, and that's never been my ultimate favorite. That's usually for Dano, but uh, we're going to talk about GunTube. I think a little bit tonight. We've been talking about GunStreamer earlier, and uh, since we're doing an improvised show, um, we can talk about that. We'll talk about a gun shop. Who's new? Who's new to the chat? Hmm. So I guess David can pick the gun shop today. Every day we try to pick a gun shop to feature. So come up with a gun shop and you can tell us about it. Uh, we need some kind of a gun movie. So does anybody have a movie off the top of their head? Angelina, looking at you. You had a movie yesterday. Um, I don't have a movie, but Ghost will have to pick the movie. Right on. So... 
All right, yeah, and we're not using webcams because I don't know if YouTube's being weird for us or not. So I don't, I don't know if we ever even use cams in this one to even know that. But we'll find out. So um, where are we going? Where are we? Did anybody uh, have anything news of the day or anything happened interesting? Uh, nothing for nothing for me. I got through a whole day with air conditioning. It was nice. Freaking awesome. <laughs> Probably good for those uh, those uh, glowing rods to have some air conditioning in the building. That's right. I went the, I went out in the backyard uh, with some friends and uh, we, you know, shot off his a uh, friend of mine's new uh, Walther PPQ, Q4 Tactical. It was awesome. So is that a dumb state thing? No. Nah. Okay. All right. Well, since uh, nobody's saying anything else, why don't Night Strike start off by telling us about this gun tube situation? When did this thing start, and what's the deal? Ah, uh, I'm trying to remember the date, but I think I started either October or November of last year as just a project in case uh, YouTube decided to go completely bonkers. And because we were having so much problems last year and uh, even before that with uh, monetization, you, you remember that. And uh, so I created this uh, site as like a backup so we could... We need absolutely needed to. We could store all of our videos there, and kind of continue doing what we're doing. You know, granted, we wouldn't be doing it on YouTube, but we'd be doing it somewhere. This was pre or during or with this. This this is well, even we were doing VidMe. So VidMe had not yet crashed. You didn't do this as a result of VidMe falling under. No, I, I I did this. This was a this is, you know, because I, I figured that YouTube would decide to pander eventually. And you, you and a few even Yankees said that I'm crazy for trying trying to do this, and that well, not you, but Yankee did say you can't compete with YouTube. And I'm not, I wouldn't, I'm not trying to compete with YouTube. I don't want to host everybody's videos. I want to host, you know, gun videos. That's that's different. That's not everybody's videos. That's you know, it's certain niche. That's semantics. Uh, but uh, I, I got a, a bit of flack for it, but I continued on. And, uh, yeah, this is where we're at. YouTube decided to say, hey, if you do gun videos, don't do it on our platform. So, yeah, come to. All right, well, I'm not the only one here. Has anybody else got anything to talk about with this whole gun tube situation? On the gun tube side of it, um, I think me being pretty new to YouTube and kind of catching the tail end of what was going on with you guys, with the content creators trying to work around all of these um, changes and the rules and the way you're allowed to present things on YouTube, I think as many more platforms we can get to do it the better the more um the more chances for people to actually be able to get to see the actual stuff i'm not real computer savvy but i know it costs a lot of money to do things like this and i know that youtube 
as a whole actually loses money because they cater to such a wide spectrum. But I think with going with a particular topic like guns, that you're going to get away from that. Um, you know, you're going to be able to have more of a direct uh, influence on the gun community. And you're going to also uh, maybe get the advertisers that are right up front okay with guns, you know, so that's going to bring in a whole new thing of revenue once you get everything going. Right. Yeah, I, I was going to say that we were talking, you know, on the, the last chat about gun streamer and gun tube and the different platforms where. Uh, I think it is important for us to not be centric to one platform like YouTube. Obviously, YouTube is where the masses are, but there's a lot of stuff that we cannot post on YouTube that we would have the freedom to post on GunTube and not feel the pressure of being censored or having to worry about them striking us because if we want to show how to build an AR or how to reload, you know, we can do that on these platforms that allow us to be ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, putting putting all your eggs in one basket is is never a good idea. I'm gonna talk about um, what is it called uh, the video the Pantio. But first, midnight. The reason I sometimes give you a link via email is because sometimes I can have the time to open up another window and email you. But you're the only person I've ever emailed a link to. I think that's ridiculous. Get over on gun channels and get a link like everybody else in a PM. So if you want to join, you're always welcome. You can do that by being on gun channels and not by accessible only by ancient email. It's like contacted Bob. I mean, if you wanted to, you could send a carrier pigeon. Yeah, seriously. Like, fax them a link. So, uh, Pantio, you guys familiar with that? Pantio? I don't know how to say it. It's, uh, it was a bunch of DVDs. They have oh. instructors. They have um, you know, knowledgeable people doing lecture. It's all firearms related, but everything from um, maybe police level stuff to CCW and just basic construction, maybe alternative ways to do something like cleaning or manipulation and then all kinds of different training and drills and stuff. And they've got a really large archive and it started out with DVDs and things. And then at some point they figured out that putting it online is a way to have a, another income source or another way to distribute that information to everybody. So you could stream it like a Amazon or a Netflix account. And that is something that's, I think, fairly successful. Um, and it's a, something that we can use as a way to talk about an alternative way of getting video distributed. Now, that's a platform where you basically pay, I think, a monthly fee or maybe I don't know all the different structure, but, you know, some sort of a monthly fee or something. And then like a Netflix, you're subscribed to it. But like a Netflix, not everyone can upload to it. It's, I guess you could say invite only or, you know, some level where they invite people in to host content that's at some level or whatever. So I guess what I'm using that to describe what you guys are kind of elaborating on there is that, you know, there's room for these platforms to to be specific. And, you know, if it's something as specific as guns, as guns but I think it could even be more specific about that. I don't know if we talked about that off air, if it was in the last chat, but you know, if we had like a reloading one or like a chat that's all the technical stuff and then another chat or another whole platform where the people are more laid back and 
drinking and, you know, slap passing and having fun and talking about movies like one of Matt's Monday night chats or else like a competitive shooting type of platform where all the competitive shooters, I don't know if that's a bad thing that we get platforms that are specific to these areas of interest inside the community. By the way, uh, they're also headquartered out of Columbia, South Carolina. Who is? Cantio. Oh, okay. Y'all keep saying that, and I keep picturing, like, women's shampoo. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, let me get the mute off. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, back in the day, and, and I guess maybe forums are still this way. I don't really get on forums, but I certainly know that like Facebook groups and things like that work this way where they're sort of niche driven, right? It's, you know, different levels of the community, you know, or seriousness or hobby or whatever. So, you know, it certainly stands to reason. And that's why I say that having that diversification is a good thing from a creator standpoint is because you, you reach everybody in the community that way, rather than just, you know, just the FUDs or just the tactical guys or just the competitors or whatever. Yeah. And I think that someone asked in the chat earlier asked who was ahead of where GunTube or GunStreamer for, you know, usability and all that. And I think each of them have their own thing. GunStreamer right now is, is really good at some things, but they don't have live streaming capabilities. GunTube, you can live stream over there. So I think in that aspect, GunTube is ahead of GunStreamer. GunTube also has a form of Hangouts as well. Um, yeah, GunTube is blowing away the other ones. We don't have to hold any punches because... There's no punches to be held, but if we go to GunTube and take an actual look around, the other platforms are doing good stuff, but there are. It, it's not like GunTube is perfect. Your login is stupid, and it's on the wrong side. But aside from that, once you get in here, you can manage your videos at a whole nother level. Like he said, you can do a Hangout. You can do a live stream. Uh, you can manage your video. I already say you can manage your videos, actually. Um, you can't go in and, and sort and and create things like uh, there's one category on the other platforms at this point um changing as many things as you can change in your uh thing here being able to send people to the next video youtube can't send people to the next video so gun or night strike has uh definitely got an eye to the future with his system tech wise in my opinion yeah, plus doesn't it um, allow you 12 people on, uh, on a uh, live stream versus 10? Uh-huh. On a Hangout, it does, yes. Because he's, yeah. he's using standard count and not stupid metric. Oh, okay. Well, that's much better because I believe that the live stream is really where, the, the, um, is where everything's going. It lets the, um, the people that are, are watching your videos and supporting your channel um, get more interaction with you on more of a live type, you know, talking and interacting with each other. 
and not just watching a video and then leaving a comment. Yeah, I, I think that it's, it's crucial for content creators to have that immediate feedback and the engagement with the viewers because everyone watches videos and it gets boring after a while. But if you're actually engaged in an hour or two hour chat and you're asking questions and getting live answers, I think that that is where um, the future is. Yeah, G was talking about um, how you could just go onto gun channels and find somebody on gun channels and be able to go into a hangout with them and ask them a question. Say you're taking apart a rifle and it's two o'clock in the morning. Most people aren't going to be up, but certain people are, you know, because of different parts of the country, whatever. And, you know, they might be just willing to help you take your rifle apart, you know, and put it back together and tell you where you need to lubricate it, what, whatnot, ins and outs about it. That's what's kind of cool about it. But this new gun tube, I, I think that it just got, he was able to look at all the other um, streams, the, the, the other uh, options for um, having channels and doing videos and kind of pick the, some of the best things and put those into one package. Kind of cheated, handpicked the pieces he needed. Yeah, he should call it cherrypicker.org. Seriously, just cherry pick the data he wanted. So I'm going to, I'm not holding any punches. I'm going to go over to your Patreon right here. $54 a month. So we see that you go shooting. You already talked about how you took the day off and went shooting all day. So where does all this $54 a month go? We want to, I'm, I am putting a dollar into that. So as an investor right here, I'm paying a dollar a month as an investor. I demand to know where does this $54 a month go? Where is all this profit going? It's going into basically bandwidth right now. I can't even imagine how much bandwidth you get for $54. That would run gun channels for about a week, maybe. Well, with my, with my data center, Basically, right now I've got a 20 terabyte limit of bandwidth that's up and down. But sometimes I have to pay for overages. And it's not that bad, but again, depending on how much it's used, uh, it can get pretty hairy. Hey, why are you talking about why are you talking about dinosaurs now? What are these terabytes you're talking about? I can't believe with $54, with that kind of gravy, this guy's talking about being in money troubles. So these other guys oh, on right. other platforms, I suspect, are in a little better position than Night Strike. And, uh, well, you're doing they have a budget. Yourself. And, well, who knows what they got, but we know what Night Strike's budget is. It's $54. I've seen Yankee eat more than $54 in one meal. So, <laughs> uh, $54. I... I can't even imagine how you're doing it. So I want to give you a kudos on that. And, you know, people are like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Put your money where your mouth is. He's putting not only his money, his time. Uh, anyway, 54 bucks, 18, 18 people. How many people are watching our show right now? I'm going to kill trip. Oh, there are, all our people are already supporting you. But go watch one of these shows where there's like 50 or 100 people watching and we'll kill trip them. A uh, cup of coffee a day, cup of coffee a month is more like it. And you could help bunch. Uh, might strike out a bit, I suspect. So anyway, I think you're doing awesome, dude, for 
$54 a month. I mean, $2 a day, not even $2 a day. Uh, can't even imagine you got some good stuff over there. Thank you. I appreciate it. The good news is, I can tell you from experience, when you learn how to do everything for $2 a day, when more money comes in, you tend not to just throw it away on garbage and stupid, you know, thing that turns something blue or like a different shaped thing. You know, right. you seem to be more frugal with your money. So I don't think when Night Strike gets up to like $540 or maybe even, well, I don't want to take a look around, but let's say there's lots of money out there. Uh, if he got to 5000 a month, I suspect we wouldn't just see him traveling and uh, having caviar if they every meal or whatever. No, it probably would go all at the gun too. So that's the next question: is uh, how many? How do you deal with all those the the uh, sponsors that are knocking on your door? Remington, Winchester, Colt, Glock. I know you won't take money from Glock, but like PSA, that's got to be tough. When PSA is like, we want to give you money, and then FN is like, no, no, we want to give them money. Well, it's funny you should mention PSA and FN in the same sentence because. Considering they both have facilities in Columbia. Yeah, exactly. So, but no, nobody's actually contacted me whatsoever about advertising. Whatsoever. It's available. I'm there. I can do video ads. It's available, have, but uh, nobody wants to contact me about it. Have you contacted them? No, I have not. Business plan, business plan, business plan, then contact them. And not just once. Hound them until they respond. Yep. Respectfully, but yeah. But when they do respond, like Clover said, you better have a business plan prepared or they won't ever contact you again. Yeah, get your ducks in a row and then market your product to them and just tell them, you know, you want to get on, get in on the ground level or do you want to wait until this takes off and then pay premium prices to get in? Yeah, what you can do is, is um, how, many, how many members is there now? Not strike, do you know? Yeah, I can tell you if I log in real quick and well, check. you don't have to do that. I figure maybe off the top of your head you had an idea. No, but in the in the back end it'll tell me. Do, 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 Just need to back end real quick. Yeah. All right. That would be a question that you would know you would want to know the answer to if they asked you on the top of your head. Well, but he puts the business plan together. He'll have that. But yeah. Right Here's now we have two hundred and eleven users. All right. So what I would do. You know, you get your business plan together, you get everything down, future projections for about three years, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, you throw an offer to them and you say, you know, ground floor right here, you know, whatever. I mean, it's, it's 54 bucks a month now, right? You say, hey, you know, 50 bucks a month, you know, and, you know, that is guaranteed locked in until X number of membership, right? And, uh, you know, put it at whatever, put it at 500 or, you know, 1,000 or whatever the membership might be. But, you know, give them a lock-in price for a, for a certain amount of time. Well, I know this kind of has just been open and we're now lecture. We're mansplaining to Night Street, kind of run his own business. But yes, you are. So let me mansplain another option. And this is why I, 
I can't go with these you guys. And I understand what you're saying. You're saying good business, sound business plan, strategy, whatever. And it's not a, you know, it's obviously been done. But I think that we've got an opportunity going forward to not need to go to that route. Because here's where I see the danger going that route. And you guys have heard me say this stuff before. Um, you go to numbers, you go to views, you, you pander to lowest common denominator, and you run into the same paradigm YouTube's got where everything needs to be plain vanilla. Everything's got to fit as many people as possible. Anything that's extreme, anything that is too flavorful or has a sharp edge on it needs to be removed because it doesn't fit the pattern which you need numbers and eyeballs and and flow. So uh, I think that Night Strike has an opportunity here to focus on the crowdfunding, the crowd supported aspect of it. And I think the other platforms do too, honestly. I mean, they have a little bit different situation because they are trying to jump at it with people's entire channels. And Night Strike is being more strategic uh, because of necessity. Uh, and he's not going whole hog. You know, again, you can tell from Mike's, my, uh, um, my 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 projects that I don't go for huge. I don't go for numbers because that's not always the best. So I think that there's some potential in a new paradigm, a new dynamic to this whole thing, where you know, as content creators that are coming from a Patreon or coming from a place where they do merchandise, right? We've got more ability than ever before to talk to a person like Angelina who's in this chat and get merchandise so that we can do something like a periodic thing or like uh, you do with your shirts and stuff, you know, just things that are alternate funding uh, ways of supporting the channels, which then can support uh, audiences or you know, create audiences, which can definitely support a project like Night Strikes. Imagine if the $14 people were spending on uh, the Netflix or the Amazon per month, I think that's what they cost. Um, you know, this instead people took that $20 and gave uh, six dollars to Night Strike and six dollars to Gunstreamer and six dollars to Gun Channels, uh, and what would our platforms look like if we each had full-time employees like Gunstreamer has? And I don't, I won't do it towards uh, uh, the ad revenue side because then not only do I have to bring a person on to man monitor the numbers, I really need to be a cheerleader to create numbers. And typically that goes again to lowest common denominator. We're going to suck the, you know, we're going to try to encourage the large channels, which aren't necessarily the best content or anything. And uh, again, I don't, I don't think that you win by having your funding come from a few large sources. I think there's a lot more potential in having a crowd participating in the platform and you don't get rich that way, but Night Strike, I don't think, is trying to get rich. He wants it to pay for itself, and if he can actually make a living, that would be great, or hire an employee. I keep urging him to put a budget in to hire an employee, like I'm trying to do with gun channels, uh, so that he can actually go on a vacation or actually enjoy a day of shooting and not be wondering in the back of his mind if the server is still on, but uh, have someone there who would be paying attention for that for him. But I think that there's some potential to go a different route than uh, the standard stuff. And I think that could potentially be a lot more interesting to a Smith & Wesson or a Coca-Cola or a Ford who are going to see these platforms just thriving like the forums did. I don't think the forums, from my experience, the forums didn't say, we know how to make a forum. Let's build an advertising platform. Instead, they became interesting places for people to hang out and cost so much money that they were desperate to find advertisers. And that's where we started getting that banner paradigm. That's all the internet could technically do back then. 
we're so far beyond that. I think that uh, we've got other ways to fund a, a platform like Night Strikes. I just don't see the I just don't see the uh, benefit from going one dimensional with it though either. Oh, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean one dimensional? Well, I mean you go all like you're talking about. Try to come up with some all you know fan funding or crowdfunding thing when you know you could have a business plan in play and then potentially like i said potentially pick up a couple of big sponsors that would be a multi-dimensional approach and i mean and if you lost one then yeah you would have that crowdfunding or you know whatever other avenues of you know revenue that you had in play you could have those don't it's just like now with a lot of us that are out here doing creator stuff we're not we're not one dimensional with our stuff and there's a reason it's because you know you can look at youtube and see that there's big huge channels on youtube that are essentially shut down because why well, they're not getting that ad money that they you know was basically just handed to them for years and years well i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in here real quick and say something it's it's uh i'm not uh gun tube as, as a business isn't you know opposed to having any sort of advertisers from you know anybody that wants to advertise on GunTube. You know, you know, as long as it's you know gun related, of course. Dang it! But, I, had, I had a head shop that wanted to advertise with you. Yeah. Dang. But, but let let me put it this way: I'm not going to put all my eggs in one basket and decide to just uh, just depend on advertising to pay the way for GunTube. That's not the plan. Yeah, and it shouldn't be. That's my point. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be one dimensional either way. Night strike. Yes. If people want to give you money through the PayPal's, where should they send it? Well, there's a link at the bottom of GunTube, and also in the side menu that says GunTube PayPal. That goes directly to my PayPal. Now, if you want to actually send actual cash email me and i will give you an address um what about if you're blind and you want them to put the link in the chat that sounds like a better idea i think gary just put the link out in the chat yeah it's pretty simple though it's paypal.me instead of com it's paypal.me michael edward forward slash night strike with the y yeah, I've put it out there two or three times now. So, phone lines are open now. Operators are standing by. I promise, uh, Patreon, that I would ask after the mansplaining. Your, your call, your your call is very important to us. Please stay on the line while for for the next available associate. This call might be monitored and recorded. Press my for English. Hello. <laughs> This is Clara, and I'm Clara. calling you from Clara. Philippines. Oh, my God, dude. That's good. Keep going. Uh, it wouldn't be Philippines. It would be like Philadelphia or something. God, no, 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 no. I'm getting a boner from that one. They, okay. always, they always say they've always got like this really American name. All right, and we're, then, done. Uh, we're done. This is my show. We're not doing this in my show. So this is Daily Gun Show, and we've been talking about GunTube, let's talk about our gun shop of the day. Who is coming up with that, David? Oh, yes. Well, I'm going to do my buddy's shop that's here locally, and it's Ted's Firearms. 
and it's in St. Pete, Florida. And he's been in business the last 12 years, but he recently, within the last four years, moved to a new shop, and it's right here off 6043 9th Avenue North, right here in St. Petersburg, and we're the only range uh, in, in the St. Petersburg area as well, because we have a lot of liberals here, so... But yeah, it's a very nice range, very nice staff. They have CWP classes. They have also um, force on force classes and basic uh, handgun safety, and they do hunting classes as well. So this is Ted's fires fire firearms. Yes, Ted's firearms, and he's also a reservist St. Pete police officer. And they do, uh, they've got two FFLs there. Well, actually, they got three with mine, but um, they do um, uh, basically law enforcement stuff as well. Um, anything from the just the earbuds for their radios down to stuff to go in their cruisers to hold their, uh, their bolt in radios and their, their uh, what is that? Um, microwave radios and all their uh, weapons retention systems, computer stuff, you name it. We sell it for that kind of stuff to the police departments of this area and across Florida. Dang, the range looks pretty high tech. Looking at pictures. On yeah, the it's fairly, yeah, it's fairly, fairly new. Um, it was about a half a million dollar range put in. And we're also using, um, where you shoot it downrange, um, there is rubber down there. And basically what it does is it helps keep the, um, the armor plates from being deformed prematurely from shooting. And it also causes the bullets to slow down so it doesn't create as much hazardous dust that goes up in the air. And we've got a big filtration system on there that runs the air through the range and cleans it before it even puts it out into the atmosphere. So it doesn't push a bunch of lead dust out into the uh, atmosphere. Google looks like it's six lanes. Yes, it's a six lane range. I do believe it's five or six lanes. And I think it's six. But it's a 25-yard range. And um, now is it, even, is it law enforcement ahead. only? Is it law enforcement only or anybody can go in there? No, it's open to the general public. And also, if you want to do a private party, it's open for that, too. You can book time and actually go and um, have it uh, like friends together for anniversary, whatever, bring guns and do shooting events. It's, it's, you know, they're pretty much open. And they're open Monday through Sunday. The ranges and the, uh, the, the shop. Oh, here's the window. So they took the, the image off, that's weird. I'm just looking at the uh, pictures on Google, I guess. They've got the picture with the range and the phone number and everything right here, and they blurred out that image, and then you go one to the left, or I guess one to the right, and then you get that image anyway. 
Yeah, I'm not sure why it's like that. Looks like they got a cop car. That's pretty cool. Just like painted. Like oh yeah, that's his personal car, and um, basically it shows all the stuff that that he sells, and we sell to the other police departments for their patrol cars, from anything from lights to the cages to um, just about anything. So that was Ted's fires on. Can I say that Ted's firearms in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida? Cool, thanks. We try to feature a shop every day, so that's our date in our shop today. And I'm putting it in the wrong day, so I'll move that down. And then what else do we got? Um, who's going to come up with a movie? Ghost? Yeah, Ghost was assigned. Alright, I've got 1985 Silverado, the western with uh, Kevin Costner, Scott Glenn, there's a bunch of Danny Glover, had a bunch of single action armies in there, had a Derringer in there, they had a Winchester that they were trying to pawn off as a Henry, but you know it was an old western movie um, that had a lot of the old western guns, also said a lot of single action armies. Really cool movie. I really loved that movie. It was one of the first Western movies that I saw growing up that really feels like, oh, that's awesome. You know, and I got, I remember going home and getting a little toy holster and a gun and worked on my gun skills and drawing skills and all that as a 10 year old, you know. Well, um, I have not seen it in a while. Angelina, you seen this one? No, I've not. Over. You've seen it. Yeah. What kind of thumbs were you talking here? Um, Silverado. Hmm. Oh, I would go too. Yeah. Right on. So, David, how many thumbs are we give in silver? I have not seen this movie all the way through. I've seen some of it, and for what I've seen, I'll give one thumb. Right on. That's that's fair, I guess. We know what. I'm assuming we know what Ghost has given it. Yeah, two thumbs up. I, I love that movie back in the day. Then Gary, I have never seen this movie. Really? So, out of reasons, or just you never? Did you miss it, or like did you intentionally not watch it? It was a pretty big movie. Um, I guess I just n never had the opportunity to see it. It sounds like something I'd like. I'll have to check it out. I'll ask Night Strike, and then I'm going to touch on that because that's kind of interesting. So, Night Strike, you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. And um, I'll give it two. All right. So I'm going to give it one because I reserved my twos for like the top whatever ten movies or something. I don't think it gets that for me. But this isn't one. Isn't this one of those movies from back in the day where it came out and then it was on? I want to say cable, but maybe not cable, but VHS, because there was a time there that these youngins are never going to experience. Where some of us are old enough to remember when, if you wanted to see a movie like Star Wars, you saw the movie and you experienced it, and then that was it. There was no other option of ever seeing that movie again, except for I think one time Snow White or some dumb cartoon got reissued to the movie theaters. But otherwise, maybe at like a drive-in years later, they would show like Jaws or something. But you didn't see movies again, ever, remember? And then there was the cable. 
and all of a sudden you didn't necessarily you saw some old movies again but you would see a movie like i don't know Beastmaster, and it would come out and then it would be on like every like four hours four times a day for like the entire month you guys remember this era or am you am I too old for this oh yeah for sure yeah the mid eighties is when the VHS was really big. So a lot of the movies that went to VHS were probably bigger in the VHS market than they were in the movie market back then. Well, and I'm thinking right before VHS though, is when cable started hitting. And then, like I say, you just got, you, you got brainwashed with these couple of movies. There was like this era of movies that were on cable before there was VHS. Cause as soon as we had VHS stores where we could go rent movies, now we weren't forced to watch whatever was on HBO a thousand times a month because that was still how HBO ran, right? They would play the same like eight movies every day for the entire month. So we weren't forced anymore. But now we went to the v- the rental place and there was more movies, but it was still basically the only movies worth watching you saw over and over and over. And then nowadays, of course, with cable and, and Netflix and Amazon and on demand and people own DVDs, no one ever has to like be forced to watch or have only one option anymore right so i think that that's one of those silverados is one of those movies where at the time when it came out it was good and because of the way it was on like either it was on vhs and we could rent it or it was on cable you were able to see that movie over and over and over and over like memorize the movie i I just don't think that's uh it was one of the first movies that i remember kevin costner and he was he was hilarious in that movie That's probably why I'm only giving it the one because I think it's a little bit too much comedy. I like a uh, real western or whatever action western more than a comedy western. I think. But it yeah, wasn't. I can see that. Opposite. I can see that for sure. It was just a little bit too. It wasn't like well, like, I'm trying to remember. It wasn't crazy like Blazing Saddles or anything. No, it it wasn't slapstick. It was just trying to throw a little bit of humor into a serious plot. But I think they tried to to do that to bring in multiple people but yeah it wasn't slapstick by any means the horse is letting me know that with code pjh so papa juliet hotel you get a uh, free shipping at brownells with no minimum order so uh people that want to grab something off of one of the links on gun channels uh if you use the code pjh i guess they take all shipping off is good for like those small springs and stuff you might need to order i don't know how long that is but uh thanks for dead horse for paying attention to that and a couple of people have been using those links and it's brought in like 40 something dollars last month it's pretty cool i'm going to dig into history is there anything else we're going to talk about today hey i just wanted to say one thing gee since we were talking about cable being on for the first time and do you remember the uh, the little cable controller? It would have a wood sticker on top of it and had a little light in it, and you could turn. You could. Ju- it was like a slider. You slid the thing from like the low numbers all the way up until like the H was or twenty one was HBO, and the old um, little almost like TV guides that the cable would send you once a month and let you know what shows were coming on and what week of that month the shows were coming on. Do you remember that? Yeah, I think so. I can remember a couple of different cables like hitting. We were saying like the little dial would go like one through eight and then you'd flip the little knobby thing and it would be like 
nine through whatever, and then you flip the knobby thing and it would be like whatever twenty four through the next numbers. Yeah. Old people TV. I was trying to find this picture here from back in the day. The first cable set we had, they put this lock on it, like literally a key with a lock, right? So that you could lock the cable off when you were at work or whatever, and you're, you know, and the kids couldn't watch cable. So uh, back in the day, that's what they would do. They'd put this, like, literally a lock on your coax. But literally, all you had to do was take the unscrew it and take it off and go right past it. And then before your parents got home, you just put it back on. It was so it was so archaic. It was funny. Those were the days. Those were the days. All right. Well, so that's enough reminiscing. Now it's not even a good daily gunch anymore. So uh, today in 1849, gas mask was patented by some guy, or maybe girl. It just says L. P. Haslett. So somebody invented the gas mask in 1849. In 1785, the first man flight by a gas balloon. That's kind of cool. Yeah, those were like military use, right? They would put those things up and let the generals or whoever go up there and see what was going on in the battlefield. And that was a long time ago to be flying up in the air. Yeah. They were tethered, I think, right? That was just hot air. Like they'd have like a barbecue going or something to launch those big giant things. Yeah, it was like a kind of a weather balloon type thing. It was tied down. Today in 1924, George Bush, 41st president of the U.S., was born. Uh, medal, the Medal of Honor gets authorized in uh, 1862. Interesting. Oh, you know, today is 1987, and one of his most famous Cold War speeches, Reagan challenged Soviet leader Gorbachev to tear down the wall. Ah, was that today? Cool. 1987. That's a pretty famous That's speech. one of the most famous speeches ever. I think yeah. we know that we'll be copyrighted if we were to... Do it. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, um, I, can, I can remember that one too. So well, we can. But we can at least recite it, Mr. Gorbachev. Tear down this wall. That's pretty much well, it. and in 1909, uh, they passed the most horrible amendment ever. 1909? What was that? Power to tax income. <laughs> oh, that's not even on my list here, so you got a better list. 1998, the space shuttle Discovery returned to Earth, bringing home the last American to live abroad, or to live aboard the mirror. Huh. Closing out oh. three years of continuous cooperation aboard that aging space station. So this is right here in 1919, a Japanese battleship explodes in the Bay of Tokuyama, killing 500. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Did, did you mention what happened today in 1990? What? Boris Yeltsin resigned from the Communist Party. Let's see. The first Congress of People's Deputies of the Russian Federation adopted the Declaration of State Sovereignty of the Russian Soviet Federal Socialist Republic. That's what... I guess that's the official way what you're saying. For the for the sports fans of nineteen twenty one, Babe Ruth 
Broke the home run record. The career home run record. 1923, the Hollywood sign is officially dedicated in the hills above Hollywood. Oh, was that a little nod to me? Yes, it was. That would have been Hollywood land still back then, right? Yes, that's what it was. That was dropped in 1949. 1957, Eisenhower takes first presidential ride in helicopter. That's pretty cool. Air Force One, right? Or two. It'd be a Marine, no, Marine One. one. Marine helicopter would be a Marine One, yeah. Yeah, be Marine one, yeah. Uh, Black Hat's asking if anyone else has a uh, Betamax still. I do. I kind of do. I think I just got a... When my friend was cleaning out his garage, I think I took both of his camcorders. One of them might be. I was just going to take them apart and look what they look like inside. I have a Betamax and a VHS. But again, I've got an eight-track cassette player too. Groovy. In, uh, in '54, Eisenhower put forth the Interstate Highway Act. Interesting. '54. That changed That's America nice. right there. I would have thought that was a lot closer to the war. That was a long time after the war. Yeah, '54. That was after the Korean War. I thought it was. I thought it was almost like the '40s. Yeah, seriously, I would have thought it way before. That's interesting. Well, it took until 1957 for the U.S. Surgeon General to connect smoking with lung cancer. Imagine that. Hmm. And it seems so obvious now. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I think we've had uh, an interesting show a little bit late tonight. Thanks, everybody, for joining in and uh, participating. That's what it's all about. And uh, thanks for y'all for jumping in. Uh, was... Dead horse doing the thing? Is it still going? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Look over on the main gun channels there, but we do know that tomorrow is Friday, so that makes it free patch Friday. If you want to order something from the gear website store, even starting right now, it'll make a little noise on my phone. And uh, I'm going to be throwing in some of the um, prototype deck. I bought a couple of prototype decks when I did the uh, uh, test here to see how the spades looked. And uh, I'll throw a couple of those in so people that buy on uh, stuff on Friday. Appreciate the uh, support there. And uh, in addition to that, there's a bunch of shows happening. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on with Early Watch. Jim, uh, Tony's been uh, going kind of prepping for hunting. And his granddaughters were in this morning, so they went shooting. So uh, I'm not sure if we're going to do Early Watch or not. But if we don't, doesn't matter because a couple minutes after that, uh, Knives usually opens up a live lobby. And thanks to the people that support Knives and his efforts there, running 16 hours worth of live chat over here on Gun Channels every day. Next, we just need to get that over onto GunTube, huh? Instead of yeah. wasting on Gun Channel, on YouTube. Uh, but then when the primetime stuff happens in the afternoon, it'll start out with Budget Guns and Gear. Try to the people at 7 p.m. Eastern. You know if Jelsman's coming back for fish, fish, fur, and firearms tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. I haven't I'm heard sure. here. Been throwing some impromptu lives out there, but I uh, haven't heard anything on his shows. Seen him off and on in the chats and stuff, too, so we'll find out. Uh, then we've got Clover doing his uh, Friday show. Do you have a topic for tomorrow already? Mm, not yet, no. And then Edge will do his Edge of the Week right before we start the uh, Daily Gun Show. And I noticed that Gun Gals set up a channel today. 
so we'll get them a, uh, a chat room and everything set up so that they're good to go for Sunday. And uh, we'll talk about the weekend shows tomorrow, I guess. So we'll be back here tomorrow at midnight. Uh, digging in, maybe watching a movie. People have been asking about watching a movie over on GunTube again. So mm-hmm. um, yep. I'm down. Movie now. Maybe watch fun. Silverado. There you go. That would be cool. Or, G, maybe finish what we tried to start over here on YouTube when they struck you. Do the <laughs> Red Dawn movie. He already did that one. Yeah, we actually, that was our inaugural movie, is the, uh, the Red Dawn one over there. But oh, uh, I missed it. And I didn't I, night strike G-Webs for that, for that video. Exactly. So that one is still up if you want to watch it. We'd, actually, it was better because the time I did it on YouTube, I kind of went around and grabbed other scenes, but with the one on gun tube, we uh, uh, stopped after like the deer scene and contra- compared and contrasted the real deer scene, which has honor, to the garbage, filth, fucking communist crap that they put in the new one. And then, uh, well, a couple of times we stopped it. It would actually be interesting to watch the new piece of shit and then contrast it with the good stuff because the new one is such garbage that they twisted the plot in a couple of ways like in an integral scene where the they're supposed to be figuring out how to work together the one dude ditches off into a bus to go follow his girlfriend or whatever the fuck so there's a couple of things that would be interesting to contrast with that new piece of shit uh we could do that on gun streamer sometime or that'd be cool we don't do that on gun streamer we can do that on gun too Looks like Girk's got something. I don't know. He just posted a video. So, um, yeah, we don't know if somebody's doing something, if Tater's doing something, if uh, Dead Horse is doing something, if Angelina's doing something later on tonight. 11 o'clock. Dead said he might be doing something. He said to look and see. He, he just wanted to make sure that um, he was going to uh, have enough time to get what some things that he had to get done done. I don't know. Is he still in the uh, in the lounge or in the uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? Nobody has a lounge yet, do they? Oh, I do. I'm gonna call mine a lounge. I think he just started something there, David. He's in the. I may have the guy that is the least educated on computers came up with the new term everyone's gonna use. (laughs) The the gun channels lounge. Um, I might That's actually pretty cool. But I'll do it as a show if I do it. Okay, so we'll find out in a minute. Go watch the main page on Gun Channels to find out what happens next. And again, thanks everybody for joining us a little bit late tonight and into the early morning for most of you. Um, before we dig out of here, anybody have anything coming up? Night Strike, what's next on Gun Team? What's next on GunTube? Well, I'm going to work on doing notifications and uh, well, maybe a couple tweaks here and there for GunTube. When do we get holographic videos? Uh, whenever they figure out how to do holographic videos. But I do want to let you know that GunTube can support 360 videos. I just don't have that setting turned on. Right on. Well, hopefully I'll get a 360 camera and we'll start putting that to use. How awesome would it be if we did 360 videos for the tour, posted them there, and then started letting Google suck them in to target them? It'll also support VR as well. I, again, I don't have that turned on because not many of us do VR yet. 
because only Flippy would use it. So yeah, and you know it's it's not viable to just turn it on for Flippy. Gary, you got anything coming up? Uh, no, not really. Well, thanks for jumping in anyway, and thank uh, you for the invite. Participant in the channels, Ghost. What do you got next? Um, I'm going to be hopefully getting to the range this weekend and doing some shooting and doing some reviews. And then I got Tactical Tuesday next Tuesday at 8 Eastern, where a gun streamer will be joining. I'll try to get Night Strike on for a little bit before his show if he wants to jump on and all that. And other than that, um, I've had a series out there about Marine Corps boot camp that I think people are enjoying. So uh, thanks for watching all those. Yeah, how did that work? Like they send those to you or something? I mean, you didn't go. No, no, no. It was a series that uh, there's a website that um, MCRD, uh, the, the training depot in San Diego, did all this stuff. And I sent them an email and said, hey, I'd like to do this, you know, put this out there. And they said, absolutely go for it. So uh, they were really cool about it. Yeah, that's pretty neat. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, like I say, people are digging, seeing it. And then it's not like having to sit down and watch like an hour documentary. Like, who has time for that? This way you're getting a little slice of it in your feet. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm just trying to do like six, six minute, seven minute videos of different, like about two weeks or three weeks at a time, and then do about two or three videos a week of it. David, got anything coming up? You and Night, uh, you and Dead Horse are going to be doing the uh, five five six history. Wait, was that today? You already did it. No, we decided to put that off. Uh, Dead's going to do that. I believe we're going back to our originally show schedule next week. I feel like if you um, had a Patreon and I was giving you a buck a month, I'd be threatening taking back my buck a month already. I want the part four of this damn 556 history. You do that all I the know. time already. All I get is excuses. But the thing is, we, he doesn't want to do Patreon when we don't We do not do Patreon. Because he knows then I would have a way to and have a, give him money. Yeah, to blackmail him. Yeah, give him right. a dollar. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for doing that. It's been an interesting series, to say the least. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a neat series, and a lot of people seem to be enjoying it. Thanks for uh, participating and watching to everybody out there that does. That brings us to Clover. You don't really do anything online, but maybe you'll start. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. A lot of inspiration here. I've been watching uh, you and Night Strike and, and Gizzard there, so... Why not? Hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll rub off and I'll be brave enough to turn on the camera. Sounds good. Looking forward to that. Angelina, anything happening over the weekend? It's well, not until tomorrow. Anything you got any specials going on tomorrow? You got uh, that hundred dollar decal. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have that. Um, but that's about it. Twenty dollars, hundred four inch, I think. Die cuts, pretty good deal. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where if you get those as a uh, something to include in an envelope or whatever, people put it on their toolbox or on their car even, on their uh, range box or whatever, and then they're, they're promoting your logo, your channel. Roger. We'll do like decals. Right. Hey, G, I didn't know if you noticed it. Did you know that Marco was on with Hank tonight? No, I don't watch Hank Strange. He's not on gun channels. Marco from... No, I just didn't know what Marco was on there, you know, so he was talking about gun channels a little bit. Oh, right on. You talked about gun channels underscore, or you talked about us, gun channels? Both. Okay. A little bit. Mostly mostly him, but he did mention gun channels a couple times. Right on. No, I'll go watch. I didn't know he was on there. Like I say, I watch what's on gun channels, right? Um, 
I'm going to throw out there that we've got the uh, Indiegogo thing going. It looks like we're getting pretty close to getting the uh, goal, which is always good. I try to set the goals achievable so that they become successful projects. Uh, but there's always stretch goals because you know you can always do more when you get what is that economies of scale when you're able to buy uh, at more you can get them at a lower price. So our next goal will be to get a thousand decks. Uh, if we can reach it, that'll allow us to do the printing here in the United States. I know everybody who's listening to this show knows about that and has probably already participated. But uh, just for the people that might be listening to this for the first time or catching it on YouTube or iTunes or wherever. Uh, we are doing a uh, uh, project to uh, get some Second Amendment history up off the uh, internet and onto into people's hands, so to speak, and in a little bit different format than a book or a website or something. So uh, it's a deck of cards. Each card is a different firearms inventor, and we're going to be creating those uh, live with our whoever wants to participate as I create the artwork and design the card. Uh, we'll have a live chat like this going, and anybody who wants to jump in and talk about that inventor, their guns, the companies they were involved in, or whatever, uh, that becomes a little piece of content. And we post that on the GunTube, on uh, the other platforms out there. And uh, it's just a different way to create the deck that uh, is a little more interactive. Like, say, we like to play with the internet, play with um, ways to use all these tools that we have available to us. We all do better when we are knowledgeable about these tools when we need them. So thanks everybody who participates in that effort. And again, if you can help share that, it's awesome because you never know who's the person out there that thinks it's clever and has the $200 to throw at it because we do have that one uh, perk in there for that. So again, appreciate everybody who's made this one uh, probably uh, successful. And if we can get to that next goal, it'd be awesome to keep all this money here in the United States. With that, does somebody have a quote? I have one. Okay, and this is from General Douglas MacArthur. I am concerned for the security of our great nation, not so much because of any threat from without, but because of the insidious forces working from within. Guys and gals of GunWebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thanks for watching GunWebsites.com. Ninja! Ninja! Ninja!